Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast on Podcast One. And welcome back to Dr. Drew Podcast. We are, of course, taking your calls. I want to make a reminder, go to drdrew.com, click through the banners there, save 30% on Hydrolyte, support us through Amazon. People that support us there at the website at drdrew.com, we select them very carefully and are happy to have them on board with us. Support the pirate ship here at the Coral Enterprise. We appreciate it so, so much. I'm going to some calls. Uh, and We may have Lena Corolla in here shortly. As this is um, Drew. What's up there? Hey, Dr. Drew. Um, I talked to you a couple of months ago. Okay. Going through the course and um, uh, asked you a couple of questions. Well, now I've, I've been single for a while. I'm 38, and I'm getting a lot of attention online because I'm a pastor, and I really don't want the attention, but I'm, I'm getting some questions from ladies, and I, I don't really know how to say no kindly. Um, I, I just I have, a, I have trouble trying to uh, – and, and it sounds like, you know, whatever people – want to talk to me or whatever, but, but, um, I just, I don't know how to be kind and not lead people on. So give me, um, give me a really specific example if you can, I uh, maybe not okay. without, there's without, late, yeah. I, I don't want to be too yeah, much there's... divulging confidences, but if, the more specific we would be, the better I can help you. Sure. A lady from my past uh, years ago, um, she was married. I was married. Uh, she has started messaging me over the last couple of weeks and, kind of using the church angle and children and all that kind of thing just to kind of get me talking. Well, now that I'm talking, she revealed that she used to have a thing for me back several years ago. Both of us were married. Well, I'm not interested in anything right now. I'm just trying to raise my, my sons and, and get through this next phase of life. But I have a friendship with this girl, and I just don't know how to say, no, I'm not interested, but thank you very much for you know, reaching out. She lives several states away now, and I just don't know. I don't really know how thing at 38. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand why you're having such difficulty because you have the perfect sort of description of why you wouldn't want to go out, which is you're focusing on your family right now. You, you don't, you know, that she lives a long way away. I, I, I would just, is it that you want to maintain a friendship with her because you like talking with her and that feels good to you? I mean, what, and you're afraid you're going to shut everything down? Gosh, I'll be honest with you. It's it's a it's a real difficult thing because I like the attention. Right. I'll just be honest with you, I do. Yeah. But but I don't want it's so weird to like the attention and want to feel needed by somebody, but at the same time, not really want a relationship with them, and when, especially when she's pushing so much. And it's just right. I just don't want to be mean to anybody, but at the same time, you know, it feeds my ego, and I'm just not sure. Well, I, I I get it, and thank you for being honest. And it's sort of human to you know you you be you'd feel lonely otherwise if you didn't have somebody you were talking to, and that's normal to feel good about talking to somebody. But why not? Um, but you got to realize you don't want to be mean, but you're being terribly unfair to her by giving yeah. her the impression that I mean, you wouldn't call it mean in an overt aggression sense of expression of aggression, but you are kind of being mean. By yeah. leading her to believe that there's a possibility here, and I think if you're going to be not mean to her, you just have to be just straightforward and honest. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm having a difficult. You know, I never saw myself in this position, 
uh, being 38, being single and having to worry about all this. But I really appreciate that because I think you told me exactly what I need to do. Yeah. It's just, it's just hard to make that decision. I don't know. Yeah, you're, I you know. know. And, and I, and it's, you're, you're, you're being honest with yourself that, about how, you know, it feels good and that's why you like to do it. And, and you could even, I mean, here, here's one thing I'd watch out for. Let, let's say you were to tell her, you know, I really like talking with you. I like, you know, I enjoy this. This is really fun and meaningful to me. If you tell her that, you're leaving the door open in her mind for the possibility of a relationship. So I don't even think that's fair, given how she's okay. behaving. So I think you've got to kind of shut it down. And think in terms okay. of being mean is mean when you uh, – what has been mean is is kind of leading around. So you can do what you got to do. Okay. Well, thank you. All right, man. I really appreciate it. Thank All you right. so much. Good luck, man. See ya. Eric, what's going on there? Wow, this is so cool. I'm actually talking to Dr. Drew. How are you? Here we are. How about that? Um, yeah, you know what? I listen to you and uh, and obviously Adam on the on the podcast. And um, <clears throat> I know you're doing uh, kind of the, the meat-heavy diet. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I was just curious if you would ever talk with any of the, the plant-based doctors. Um, sure. I mean, that's that's sort of been the, not just the predominant, it's been the only voice out there for the last... 10 years, you know, that's mm-hmm. all I've been talking to is plant-based and myself, I was very much plant-based, uh, mm-hmm. almost exclusively, but, uh, who, who, uh, who did you speak with? Uh, jeez, all the way back, Andrew Weil, all the way back. I mean, it, I mean, it just, you know, it's, it's been years and years. Oz is plant-based. Uh, uh-huh. almost anybody we spoke to, uh, was plant. Got it. And right. uh, I'm just curious. And uh, I, have, I have no objection to that at all. I mean, it's and it may end up being the right thing. You know, it might be the correct thing, and maybe I'll one day be proven to have done something very unhealthy for myself. That's why I'm not, I'm not advocating for the carnivore or the oh, keto oh, diet. I know, and I'm I'm never someone to be like a gotcha kind of thing. That yeah, you were wrong all this time. I was just. Um, it seems to be kind of the rage now. Um, the keto people stuff, yeah, kind of going the the carnivore route, and yeah, I I think um, I I'm I'm really unconvinced that it's the right thing for young people, right? Uh-huh. I think I think the long term exposure to this could really be a problem. Somebody my age, I don't know. It's interesting. Our protein needs are way high. It's different. Uh, so and we may find up that we need to have different diets for different age groups. I I, I don't know. I'm certainly sure. I think all that's fair. Yeah. I just. I was just curious if you would ever talk to, say, who, who a Dr. You? Garth Davis or a Dr. Michael Greger or Joel Kahn. Joel Kahn was actually just on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast. He's a cardiologist from Michigan. Yeah, if you're if you're a cardiologist, you're going to be very excited about plant based diet. What's what's yeah. his, his name again? Joel. Doctor Joel Kahn, or how do you, how do you spell um, Doctor Garth Davis and Doctor Neil Barnard. They're all top-notch cardiologist. It's Neil just Barnard, like you, I'm a guy of the sciences. I have to look at it objectively, yeah, kind absolutely. of what led me to it. But I, I was just curious because it seems to be kind of the rage now and people are, I, you know, justifiably so excited about it anytime there's new type of craze. But you're, you're talking about the, be nice. the keto diet? No, whenever there's... Keto, carnivore, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had... Uh, oh, I had Steve Gundry on. Steve Gundry, who's sort of another version of the, the plant diet or the book called The Plant Paradox. Right. So yeah. Joel Kahn actually was on the doctors. And I mean, I'm not trying to sound like yeah, a jerk, but please. kind of made him look bad because he made some ridiculous claims. Um, even though he is an educated guy, he's kind of spinning some of yeah. this, certain things. Um, 
but you know that's again i i don't you know i don't advocate doing like gotcha type things i'm i'm a man of just looking at what does it objectively say who's the these, guy what who, these guys publish which is all non-industry done was non-industry very, funded studies a very interesting guy to talk to was the guy who is the carnivore guy, the the new lipid guy he's a he's an engineer ah shoot i'm blanking on his name uh, I interviewed him, and this is the other side of the story, but he's really re-looking at the way lipid metabolism works, and he's had some mm-hmm. very interesting observations. Uh, I'm looking through my Twitter feeds, if I can just luckily. Um, Dr. Sean Baker? Sean, no, not Sean Baker. No, no, Sean no, Baker's the carnivore guy. <laughs> yeah, Sean is the carnivore guy. This guy is actually a, a very careful scientist, and he's trying to – he he just feels that the the modeling we've done on lipids has been somewhat wrong, and uh, he's trying to sort of Dave re- Feldman. Yes, Dave Feldman. Dave Feldman. Well, I think it would be, I think it would be good then to maybe talk with those guys and say, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I'm open. Whatnot. I'm open to everything. T- tell me, how do you spell Joel's last name again? Joel. Joel Kahn, K A H N. K A H N. Okay. I can probably get him in touch with you anyways. But, All right, Gary, we should um, uh, we should do that. To it's more I'm, I do those interviews more on the Swole Patrol, you know, podcast. Yeah, right, uh, right, right. But I definitely yeah, get those guys my... over there for sure, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And All also, right. um, Adam said something uh, the other day that oh, such a low blow to me he or you? Kind of the no. On the I was just listening to one of your episodes of Adam and Doctor Drew show. Yeah. And he said the plant based people were kind of like his mom, and oh. Pull the car over. That's hysterical. Well, (laughs) I I mean, no, his mom was from the truth. His mom was that. (laughs) She she was way down that road, way, way, way. But that seventies version of it. There was a seventies version of this too, where you literally the the famous ad was a grape nuts ad where this guy, this so called naturalist, says if you ever eat a eating a pine cone, some parts are edible. And people were, and that's you know that's sort of what Adam was raised on was pine cones essentially. Yeah. And uh, no, I know he, I that's just, why he has a little disdain. It was like a dagger. I was like, no. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, all right, man. So we'll look anyway. into that stuff for you. All right. Very cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Very nice Appreciate talking it. to you, Doctor. Right, you too. Thanks, Eric. Okay. Bye. Uh, let's see. If we get some more calls in here. It's James. James, go ahead. Hey, how you doing? I was uh, calling to see what you would do about seasonal depression. Well, season if you if you are formally diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder, the treatment is light therapy, right? There's a, there are these lights you can buy that are specifically designed. You have to sit in front of for a certain number of time every every day. And uh, if you have a, if you strictly have a seasonal affective disorder, that tends to work very well. But uh, how was it you were diagnosed? Uh, well, I was diagnosed with uh, schizoaffective disorder. Okay, well that's bipolar. okay. Well, that's not seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, so that, that would, those two disorders would overwhelm any seasonal issues. Yeah, well, it's just the I guess the time of year has just been difficult. I guess more than anything. Yeah, uh, what's go- being done? Are, are, we, are you what, you're schizoaffective and bipolar? Is that yes. what you said? What's being done for those conditions? Uh, Abilify and Zoloft. Do you and ever? I was doing well on the Abilify and Zoloft, but for some reason, uh, like just today, it was pretty bad. I didn't want to get out of bed. Mm. Now I'm feeling good again, but I just don't want to go through the same thing again tomorrow. And has this happened every December? No, I, I guess just more recently than anything. Okay, so maybe call the psychiatrist who's prescribing and tell him what happened. So All right. Make any adjustments? Okay. I will. All right. Good luck. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Uh, and this is Jerry. What's up, Jerry? Hi there. Hey. 
Hi. Hey, listen, I uh, just found out somebody told me about um, this uh, refuge recovery and Noah Levine. And and I kind of, I started like looking at some of, just some of the information. And I kind of started wondering about the difference between 12-step recovery and the Buddhist approach or refuge <laughs> recovery. Uh, uh, Any thoughts on it? <laughs> Gary, please get me the the uh, This Life podcast that we went over. We interviewed Noah. Uh, Refuge Recovery, I'll say something like that. It was a while ago. Uh, it, it's obviously structured differently, right? Refuge has got a lot of good success. It's a Buddhist-based recovery program. <coughs> it it right. ends up you – know, all these programs end up being very similar, right, in terms of they, – they may emphasize one thing or another, but but ultimately – these are interpersonal experiences, spiritual experiences, guided experience where you're encouraged to talk about shame and guilt and things you've done around your disease and uh, share it with another person, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't appear to be numbered, but it was from February 2016. February 2016, we talked to Noah. Okay, I, now, I now he, His actual program, I think, has closed, but his books and things are still around, and he's still around, I think. Um, but the actual well, he's very active on Facebook and yeah. running um, the meditations and such. And I just kind of thought, gosh, maybe it would be a good idea to step back. Of course, I don't know the whole story, and I have to tell you, I've taken workshops years ago with his dad, Stephen Levine and Andre oh Levine, and such um, uh, you know humble people. And and I don't know him, and you probably do, but. I, I don't know. I just, I'm wondering, I don't know that much about the refuge recovery. And well, I came up with, you know, good old-fashioned 12-step. Yeah. Well, 12-step. I know there's ego. We have ego alcoholics, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, so so here's here's the way I'd sort of frame this. 12-step has now evidence basis for success in sustained abstinence. So there is evidence basis for 12-step. So I can make, a, I can make an evidence-based recommendation to 12-step. I can't do that. With refuge, because there, no one has studied it. What I can tell you, oh, I, but hold okay. on, but hold on, I can give you testimonials from people I know who are in recovery and have great respect for him, and have seen people who resist other forms of recovery or can't fully recover really yeah. get get a lot out of this program. And I I don't see a big downside to it. There's a lot of rich material in his in his ideas. I mean, he's a good guy. He's a very good guy, and he had a rough go oh, sure. in recovery himself. And this, the way he helps others is the way he was helped. But you're saying there's, and I hear what you're saying. Thank yeah. you for that. I'm sure he is. I'm sure yeah. he is. Um, but there's no metrics because, right. I mean, what's the longest someone is, how long has it been around? I didn't even right. know it was around. That's right. So there's no, there's no sci- clinical studies on it or anything like that. It's It's sort of a, okay. it's kind of a, you know, people get sober, as you know, through lots of different means, right? Yeah, and yeah, and and, so, and lots of different things speak differently to different people, and and I I try not to get you know sort of in, uh, too hung up on what someone specific you know people get rational recovery people get sober with that all the time people get sober with other you know sort of other mutual aid societies but mutual aid generally mm-hmm. is the model that works as long as there's a yeah sp- I have I have a friend who's newly sober and is a nurse and. She has. She wasn't raised with God. She doesn't really. She has issues with you know the second yeah. step in the God piece. Sure. So maybe something like that would be good for her. Yeah. I was raised Catholic. I wasn't practicing, but in 1981, 82, it was just like 
you know, that piece, I got it right away. I believe. I still believe. Yeah. I, see, I, I almost I feel like – I almost – I, I like when people struggle with the God thing because they have to come up with something to get them outside of their own head. And they, yes. they can call it whatever they want. It can be whatever they want. Uh, but they, the the immediate rejection of it means I'm not giving up control, essentially what that means. And I'm not willing to look at things bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. obviously that's a you know, real problem if you're an alcoholic, right? Yeah. And so they yep. need to let that shit go. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Jared, for calling. Thank right. you. You do great work. I just uh, enjoy listening to you. Thanks Thank a you. lot. Appreciate it so much. Bye. Well, our friends at Purple Mattress, that's right, Purple feels different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses a brand new material that was actually developed by a rocket scientist. Not like that memory foam you're used to. I'm telling you, we have one, we've had guests lie on it, and everyone who uses these mattresses say the same thing, which is, what is that? It's extraordinary. i got to get one. The Purple Mattress feels unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time, so it keeps everything supported while still feeling comfortable. It's breathable, so it sleeps cool. And, of course, at Purple, they have their 100-night risk-free trial. If you are not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. They just show up. The mattress shows up. You lay it out. It's fantastic. And it's backed by a 10-year warranty. There's free shipping and free returns. Again, 100-night risk-free trial. So if you are not fully satisfied, it's free return. Okay, so uh, like I said, you are going to love Purple, and right now for my listeners, you will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That is in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text Drew, Deary W, to the number 474747. That's the only way to get this free pillow. Text the word Drew to 474747. Again, Deary W to 474747. Made resolutions but need perhaps a bit more of a budge? Well, start your new year with a big idea or three by listening to an audiobook. That's right. Penguin Random House Audio produces audiobooks that range from self-help, inspiring listens to classic novels to the latest bestsellers. Download Dare to Lead, written and read by Brene Brown, and hear how to transform creative ideas into bold actions. Learn to let go of fear, take risks, be brave, not perfect, written and read by Girls Who Code founder Rashima Saujani. Or get a few laughs alongside advice on how to love yourself and your life from Fab Five of Netflix Queer Eye. That's right. That all on Penguin Random House Audio. Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash self-help for more listening suggestions to keep your New Year's resolutions going strong. Now, be better. Don't worry about your resolutions. Start over with penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash self-care. That is penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash self-care. Well, CBDs are everywhere, right? Everyone's talking about them, and it's a topic that I get asked about all the time. Bottom line on CBD, although there are way more claims made about them, the clinical evidence right now, it's not all that clear, but many people are using it and reporting great results, and they are very encouraging. So I want to first define exactly what I'm talking about here. CBD is cannabidiol, an extract from hemp. While you might associate with marijuana, CBD does not cause reinforcement. It is not the reinforcing component of hemp, but it is what's responsible for the calming or some of the relaxing effects that many people experience, not the high. Now about the products. There are a ton of them on the market today. For getting the vast array of the reported health benefits, it's important to be aware of what you're buying. I was recently introduced to a company called Select CBD, an Oregon-based company that focuses on high-quality ingredients and manufacturing standards, not the hype. Their CBD-based products are available in a wide range of formulations and flavors, each of which is described to you so you can make an informed decision without all those promises that are probably too good to be true. 
Like I said, the reported benefits of CBD by individuals using this are very compelling. I'm excited to see how things develop as the science catches up with this booming industry. As usual, the public is ahead of the science. I can't make explicit claims yet, but boy, the reports are pretty encouraging. So if you're ready to try CBD, I encourage you to check out Select CBD. To learn more, go to drdrew.com slash select. That's on my site, drdrew.com slash S-E-L-E-C-T. And for a limited time, you can save 25% at checkout with the code Dr. Drew, D-R-D-R-E-W. Again, drdrew.com slash select, and then the code D-R-D-R-E-W. Well, look at this. We've got a special visitor. Don't touch my meat, Lynette. You can sit right here by me. Lynette Corolla with your Mahalo t-shirt. <laughs> so how are you? She's sick, she, but she she wandered in to talk yes, to us. She very kindly. I love Dr. Drew. Thank you for coming in here. My favorite people on the mm, You're very are, sweet. No, I'm going to jump you. in and point out that you can get that Mahalo t-shirt at adamcorolla.com along with <laughs> all of our great merch. That's why you get paid the big bucks, Gabe. There you go. That's right. <laughs> So sore throat, sinus burning. Oh my god, Drew! Upper oh my infection. god, and I can't be sick right now. I'm I have so much to do, mm. but I was fine this morning. I know you get this is going around Southern California right now. It is, yeah, yeah. and it, it lasts only a couple of days unless it goes into like a bronchitis or something. But it has not been doing that most people. So it really my bad throat, throat is killing me now. It was kid, fine this morning. Kid sick. Sonny had a cold, yeah, but not this bad. Like, he, everybody's different. Hopefully, it's just the virus that, that's getting it. I know you want it to go away, but I, I know what can the, I do? Nothing. And fluids, decongestants, like the lots airborne. Of nutrition. What is that going to do? Wait, oh, so Adam- there was a little bit of data that zinc might help, but that's sort of been debunked over the years. Oh, Jeroen, don't dash yeah. my dreams. I'm sorry, Adam. But what? Adam says that you uh, is it you that said to put the the salt tablets. Adam put hydrolite, the, hydrolite, hydrolite with the salt tablet. He breaks you're, open a salt tablet. I think you're talking about Vinnie Tortorich, who has a new salt product from his Pure Vitamin Club line. My uh, wife uh, takes those every night. What, she raves about them. Why? What does it do? It's just volume. Oh. Right, yeah. Volume is good. It's like hydro, hydrolyte. Vol- oh. It's like an IV. Oh, yeah. These things are good for you to keep you keep you well well hydrated when you're sick like this. Okay, that okay. is a good thing. Okay, yeah. all right, well, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Drew. Well, thank you for being on. You've been okay. I haven't talked to you in a long time. I know. Um. Oh, well, I was at, I was mad at Adam. Shocking. <laughs> really? What happened? Well, you tell me. So, well, it's just you know. We're fine. Everything's fine. We're Come on now. You tell me. No, but so uh, so we're moving into a new house. Yeah, I didn't know about this. Hey, you I mentioned know. it today. Didn't you, like, when you let me ask questions about it, we're, we're I mean, it's it f- right. It's right up the street. Oh my god, you guys keep doing that. You I know. Moving, like, but if we're done. This is it. That what about done. the house he wanted to build? That's what the thing was. Is it came time to build the house, and he said we could spend three years and get divorced building this house, or this house came on the market and it checks all the boxes that we want. You know, oh. it's got a view, it's private. This oh, nice. So I said, all right, let's do that. All right, good, cool. <laughs> so I, I can't wait. When is it going to be? Um, this month we're moving in December. Like he wants to, us to be in by Christmas. Did you sell the other one? No. Not yet. So that's the nice thing that, that I agree. We have our time. We can take our time. But he wants to be in. We we got to get a Christmas tree for the kids. I mean, the new we, house. Yes. Uh. He wants to be in by Christmas. Yeah. And today's December 11th. Mm-hmm. Have you got movers? <laughs> oh, funny you should ask. This is why we got an argument. So we didn't really get an argument. He, in the beginning, Olga piped up and she goes, oh, Adam, that was a lot of work the last time. It was just me and Lynette. 
can we please get some? He goes, we got Rob. We got Rob and a truck. Uh-oh. Rob and a truck. Uh-oh. And, uh, and she said, well, that's what happened last time. Lynette and I were moving the couches from the – we were literally moving couches yeah. from the – And he sees – some of these moving organizations are swift and sure and relatively inexpensive. Yes. Yes. If memory serves, didn't a bunch of clothes fall out on the freeway? Yes. <laughs> Yes, they're Gary's still laughing. Hanging. I know. Well, I, know. Well, Rob I feel bad, go. but I have this image of Rob in my head running across the, the 210 freeway or whatever <laughs> it was, scared to death of his boss, but dodging uh-huh. full speed traffic. Right, and he he saved a couple ties and and uh, silk jackets or whatever, but <laughs> one of them has a tire mark on it. <laughs> <laughs> And he still wears it. Oh my god! We can't see it. It doesn't read on TV. Maybe for I got I got maybe for Christmas present for him. Mm-hmm. Movers, movers. Okay. Well, he doesn't want movers because he's like, look, we're you know we're we're getting the tech guy over there. We're getting all this. We're putting a little bit of whatever money is going to add up. So I, you know, we don't have to be out by a date. That's the nice thing. Just have Olga come like every day from nine to six, even though Olga doesn't come nine to six. Olga comes and oh, leaves boy. whenever she wants. Really? But uh, have Olga come nine to six, and she could start packing up and moving. You know, box by box by box. We have two home offices, and then we have the two kids, and we have our bedroom. And we have the kitchen, and uh, oh. yeah, and so and these movers they just they sweep in and whoosh, I know they I've never out. had because my kids have to move in New York City frequently, mm-hmm. and, and, and even my kids out here have had to move a couple times, mm-hmm. and they hire these guys for like three hundred bucks, and it's just, whoosh, I know. I know they take care of it. So yeah. we, so he's but he said okay, get a quote because Olga piped up. We got a quote, and then. Uh, and then <clears throat> I told him, well, for a whole crew to come and take care of everything and get it done in a day since we want to be in by Christmas, it's going to cost 3000 4000 Mover? Mm-hmm. To Why? Pack, to pack and unpack. The, they're charging that? This is a high-end place. <laughs> I know. Move on, right? So I said, well, if I can get the price down. He goes, no, let's not. We don't need it. And then he Why don't you just get someone to move the furniture? That's what just I said. Move, we'll move the big stuff, yeah. but like, but like, let no. Let's. I don't care. Let him move the big stuff. Yeah, With Rob, right. I want somebody to help me pack All and right. unpack. So anyway, the but the but the thing that really steamed my being was <laughs> when he said, "Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of hard work." Oh, <laughs> when I'm here every night with a now I got the virus and here every night packing up these Christmas crates that have to be out in the mail by a certain date. It's a lot of work. That's yeah. uh, you know over a hundred Christmas grades plus all the 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 Black Friday stuff that needs to be get. But we have a fulfillment center that I'm heading up now. Me and Emmy. How's the so, Corolla drinks doing? Great. Yeah. But that's the problem. It's just it's just me and two couple volunteers. These people that are here tonight helping me. They're 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 fans. They're just, what? Yeah. Oh my God. So anyway, uh, uh, but don't be afraid of hard work. He says. <laughs> and then, uh, but but really, like that's that's what your husband says to the wife that's over here. I know that's know. not a chick thing to no. say that. That's, no, that's my it's wife not. saying. Yeah, but it's bleeding into Natalia Uh-oh. because she's starting to treat me the way Adam treats me. Oh, she well, I can't. I mean, she's got that teenage. You know, that preteen attitude, and she's oh, treating it, Olga that way as well. It gets so crazy as they approach. Is that, it builds all the way to like 18. Mm, Good it's times. It's scary. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and she's, she's she, you know, Natalia, she's taught, her friends talks about cutting now and stuff uh. like that. And she was just, she's trying to get attention. Uh. 
But anyway, but it just it's starting to bleed into into Natalia, and I'm starting to see like what what you know do I do I cause an argument and go hey you know Adam's never going to admit to he's wrong no no like you know you know have you ever that. in your whole entire life knowing him have you ever heard him, heard him say yeah you're right I was I'm uh, kind uh, of out uh, of line okay, no not out of line but but occasionally if you make a very targeted mm-hmm. good point mm-hmm. he'll go yeah I can see that but. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, right? Yeah. But right, and it's usually in front of other people when he admits. Like, yeah, I don't. Well, I don't see you guys alone, so I don't know if he capitulates. I, I bet he would capitulate, but you have to make a really good point. Yes, you which is very it's rare. Which, right? <laughs> oh my god, this is awful. I know. And it's the holidays, and the mm-hmm, kids, mm-hmm, and the. Mm-hmm. So just now, I well, I got the quote down to to twenty five hundred. Mm. It's still a lot. I don't know. For, All I know is I, we've been using these cheap groups for. I should find out what the. You should text my son. See what. See what. Okay. Where he got that cheap stuff? Okay. Because he's he's been raving about it. Because there's nothing to it. They rare through there, and but mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's you know, a law students right. stuff. You know, right? But he had a bunch of. He's a musician too. He had a bunch of stuff. Right. Yeah. So yeah. You know, well, it's not a house. Yeah, see, we're dealing – and it's Christmas time and again with the merchandise here and all that stuff. It's yeah. just a lot. If you or someone you know is dealing with addiction, someone you love, finding treatment is difficult. It's very frustrating. It is a minefield out there. And the truth is every patient's needs are different and evolving. People behind True Recovery in Orange County, California, realize that effective care is not one size fits all. That's why they have developed a comprehensive range of treatments that can address all facets of this disease. True Recovery's master-level clinicians maintain small caseloads. They personally manage your case, allowing them to personalize the care. They offer individualized treatment plans from residential to outpatient and always with an eye on a holistic approach and a focus on accountability. And as patients become ready, this is a key part of what True Recovery offers. They offer assistance with life and coping skills, school and vocational coordination, as well as community reintegration support and aftercare. I've spoken with the medical director of True Recovery, and I was impressed with the range of therapeutic modalities and psychiatric services. Their experienced team is well-equipped to manage patients at all levels of care. To request information how True Recovery can provide you the personalized care you need, go to drdrew.com slash true. Again, that is drdrew.com slash T-R-U-E. Well, if you're looking for a car, you've heard lots of crazy terms that you don't they're, – they're, I think they're intended to confuse you. I really do. Things like invoice, price, list price, dealer price. Uh, what you really want is the price, and that's why True Car brings you True Price. Now you'll know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want that includes fees and accessories before you ever get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of your home. You know the true price is a great price because True Car shows you what other people paid for the same car you want. You learn about the market in your area. And of course, the True Car certified dealers know you're looking at this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. Once you lock that price in, again, it includes fees and accessories. You are locking in a price on an actual vehicle on a True Car certified dealer's lot. So when you're ready to buy new or used, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. If you like my show, you're going to love That's Awesome on Podcast One. General Hospital Steve Burton and Bradford Anderson have been playing buddies on screen for years, only to discover that off-screen is even more interesting. They have guests from daytime TV, the entertainment industry, and beyond. Find out for yourself how much fun these two have together when they're in the same room. Download That's Awesome every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 
Do we take call? Calls? Uh, this is a call coming. Let's take one. This is okay. uh, Jose. Jose, what's Sorry. up? Hey, Mr. Drew. How are you, sir? We're good. Long time listener, guys. Um, I got a quick, uh, kind of weird question. I started this job here in North Carolina, Ohio, with this. I work with this guy, and every time I speak to him about different subjects, I can see his his lips moving, like he's repeating every word that I say. Oh, why? Why he does that? He 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 literally parrots your words back to you with his lips. Yes. Is there any, tell me anything else you notice about him? Um. I know he's divorced. He has some drama at home. I heard a few little things about his family, but I don't know. He's just so weird. that He bothers me every time I speak to him. You can see his little lips just like pretty much repeating every word I say. I understand, but, but I need... You're just a little, bit, uh, little small movement on his lips. I understand, but I need to understand more about him. In other words, does he have tics or twitches or does he have any obsession? Oh, no. No, he doesn't. OCD None type, uh, you know, sort of repetitive behaviors or anything? Uh, he might be OCD, yes. Yeah, so it sounds like it's sort of in that zone. Uh, you had anxiety and OCD. Sometimes people, it's almost like a tick, and uh, it, mm. it would not be that unusual. It, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's just his tick. Oh, uh, okay. It, it'd be sometimes the same. it bothers me. Sometimes I'm, I think it's funny, but... No, I'm sure it's annoying, and I'm sure he would rather stop it. But it's not different than if he was like blinking a lot or screwing he up his nose. Can't control it. He can't control it, and it's uh, th- those kinds of ticks are really kind of hard to deal with, especially if he's an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not young. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, you know, there's there's an organization called the International IO, IOCDF. Okay, Jose, it's the I, International Organization of International Obsessive Compulsive Disorder Federation, IOCDF, right? I got I it. I don't, it know, a foundation how, I don't know how to break it to Foundation. Him. What's that? I don't know how to break it to him. Well, I know he might, I, I, might take it offensive. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 that seems like such a, um, you know, it, it's something that it could bother him. It can feel insecure if you brought it. But if you were to see any other repetitive behaviors, Maybe you could get him to the IOCDF.org. They've got a ton of resources there. It's one of the greatest organizations. They, I've had so many people. Thank you, Jose. I've had uh, patients and colleagues have severe OCD. Really? And that organization has just all these resources for helping people, and they do such a great job, and people get better. Really? Mm. What about a child that does it? I have a friend that has – IOCDF.org. They have children's programs there too. Uh, Gary, what was the uh, – Pod I did with Elizabeth McIngale. You know what I'm talking about? Remember that name does not sound familiar. Hold on, Elizabeth sh- McIngale. I'm sure she was on this podcast. She was a <laughs> she's a young woman from Texas whose OCD was so bad. She they, they, literally she, she was actively suicidal. She couldn't get out. Oh, she couldn't get sad. out of her bedroom because she'd have to put on and off clothing and in and out of showers. Oh. So yeah, many times. I remember that episode two fifty one. Two fifty one. Liz McIngale. Mm, that's so and, horrible. McIngale. Um, Doctor uh, Podcast One dot com slash premium for uh, all the access yeah. to that. Well, stuff. she went to Menninger's and they gave her exposure therapy back before they really knew that's exactly what do people like this. And, What's exposure therapy? Where they. Sort of as opposed to you know this is why I'm so object so strongly to safe spaces because you're supposed to do when people have a strong phobic reaction is expose them mm-hmm. like if you don't like dogs you're afraid of dogs you don't hide from dogs the rest right. of your life you 
slowly exposed to dogs in a therapeutic context where mm-hmm. the therapist sort of helps them. And they did this exposure therapy. They had just to have her put on certain color clothes and certain kinds of sweaters that she had phobic sort of preoccupations yeah. about. And now she's one of the most capable therapists in wow. uh, the country wow. and heads up one of the IOCDF organizations. That's so, really cool. Right? Isn't yeah. that a great story? I mean, you would yeah. not ever you know, see her as this disabled patient with a psychiatric problem because she's such a capable professional. Wow. But she says she has to still work on it and it's something that's with her and it's part of her biology and she still has to deal with it. You know, that reminds me, Adam was telling Sonny, to bring him up again, but Adam was telling Sonny the other night about the story where he snapped you out of your panic attack. And Sonny thought it was a cruel thing to do. <laughs> he did. Uh, Sonny is absolutely correct. And Sonny was like, yeah, he was, when I got home, Sonny was telling me what he and me and dad were walking. And he was, t- that's when Adam brought up the fact, like, Sonny, you don't want to be afraid to do hard work, okay? You got, and I'm like, what are you telling me? <laughs> and then, uh, and then he said, uh, and then dad, then dad and I, then dad told me about the uh, time that he <sighs> tried to try to cure Dr. Drew of his panic attack. Uh-huh. And I, I actually thought it was particularly cruel. That's what he said. <laughs> Good for him. All right. Well, uh, well, let me just say that at that point in my life, I could get over panic attacks. And that's sort of why I wanted a break, just to sort of recoup myself. Mm-hmm. If he had tried to do that with me at 19 when I was having severe panic attacks, mm-hmm. I would have been disabled by that. Right. Disabled. Mm-hmm. Because I was already kind of disabled by panic at that point. I mean, it was really a, just a mind-boggling panic I used to get into. Like what? Where I couldn't what? function. I just couldn't, I couldn't even get up. And what, um, just Did a, something trigger it? Having generalized anxiety disorder, some childhood trauma, and uh. then being wired for panic. Mm. And then sort of being out of control at that and not being – I right. didn't have any oars in the water. I was just yeah. rudderless at that point. Yeah. And um, so, if he would have done that at that time, it would have been horrible. It would not have worked at all. But uh, you know, later in life, when things were kind of going okay, th- this was sort of just a remnant kind of. He almost wasn't even a panic attack. He was just feeling like overwhelmed that I couldn't function. What did you I, do? You came into the dressing. I came into my dressing room. I said, "I just need to compose myself." And your husband came in and said, "Hey, I'm not going to sit here one more goddamn minute that I have to. You get your ass on out there. Let's finish this show. So and don't have to, you don't have to say a thing. I'll carry. You don't worry about it." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, I can go back out there." <laughs> I was <laughs> I was oh. mostly concerned that I couldn't do a good job. That's the biggest reason yes. I was uh, right. sort of um, right. uh, sort of not functioning well. I'd had a fight with John Favreau about an hour before. Oh, yeah. Is that why he gives you the? You makes your skin crawl. No, he doesn't. I like John no. Favreau. He, I actually like him. But he here's what happened was he was – you know, I take some of these calls seriously. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, we were on, on Love Line on MTV and Favreau was the guest. It was just after uh, – what was that, that first thing he did, the, the uh, shoot? You mean Swingers? Uh, Swingers. Swingers. It was just after mm-hmm. Swingers. Mm-hmm. And um, he, his kid called in and he was actively psychotic. And I was like, hey – I'm sure somebody's trying to treat you. Yes, they don't know what they're doing. I go, please take the medicine. You know, that psychiatrist trust him. And Favre goes, don't you take any medication? Don't you trust anybody? Oh, no. And I'm like, this dude is actively psychotic. This is not okay. Right. And we got in a fight oh, over God. it. And then I sort of had a reaction later. So. Right, right, right. So that was, right. <laughs> it was so irresponsible. I'm like, how dare you yes, say that? Right, right. You know, physician sitting next to you saying, look, this is very dangerous, mm-hmm. and you tell him do whatever you want. The guy's mm-hmm. psychotic. You don't know what the fuck you're, fuck you're talking right about. Now. Yeah. Right. So anyway, did he apologize? It. No, but we we later made up, like like mm. months later. So <laughs> so I so I have nothing but good things to say about John. Mm. 
So listen, uh, thank yes. you for spending some time. Of with course, me. thanks and, for uh, having me. Hope you me. feel better. Thank you. And, uh, I would hug you, but I don't. I'm know not going to get near you. No, no, no thank you. And I hope this microphone somebody needs to sterilize. All right, fair enough. <laughs> and, thanks, uh, Drew. That about does it. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. For calling times and topics, follow the show on Twitter at Dr. Drew Podcast. That's D-R-D-R-E-W Podcast. The music from today's episode can be found on the swinging sounds of the Dr. Drew Podcast, now available on iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to rate the show. The Dr. Drew Podcast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana and Gary Smith. For more information, go to drdrew.com. All conversation and information exchanged during the participation in the Dr. Drew Podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. Only. Do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction. Nothing on these podcasts supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as a physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the podcast or drdrew.com. Mm-hmm.